welcome to another edition of Rising Cues, where we answer your questions. So we're going to get started here. First up is this question from Evorgs. I can't say this name, Smot. <laughs> Quote, is the Keystone XL shut down to blame in any way for the rising cost of fuel? So this is heavily debated, and a lot of people say, yes, of course, we should have energy independence, and Keystone Pipeline would have helped with that. Others say, no, uh, this has nothing to do with it. It, wouldn't, it wasn't going to be operational fast enough anyway, and um, it's to export most of this yeah, kind and, of dirty oil. And people pretend like they don't know what OPEC does or OPEC right. plus does. It's like, there's not a lack of supply. There is abundant supply. In fact, there's so much supply that the oversupply of oil is the biggest risk to the oil industry because if it were all put online, the price would collapse and it wouldn't be profitable to but, keep exploring the area. So OPEC has created a cartel. Right. It is an actual cartel that keeps production down. And people pretend on Fox that they don't know about OPEC and that you could magically just go around OPEC because Keystone puts another uh, 100,000 barrels out on the market. Guess what OPEC does? Whoop, dials right. it right back down, makes the same amount of money by producing less. But I think it's so people should look up what a cartel is and then they can answer that question. Well, and I'm not, talking about, I'm not talking about Evonk, Evorg. Right. I think that's, a, that's a, a question asked in earnest and a confusion wrought by the, uh, the, the clowns on like Fox who pretend that they don't understand how the oil markets work. Am I, I don't know. Am I wrong? No. If we produced so much more oil, then we could make OPEC, in theory, right, less yeah. matter less. But just like a little bit more here and there wouldn't do enough good. We would need We'd to, have to be really quite, drill. Right, right. Really drill. Right. We'd have to invade Saudi Arabia, take it over. No, and don't then, we have and enough then blow oil? up OPEC. We have enough oil to support. We need to invade Canada, but so now we're calling yeah. for an invasion of. Well, well, yeah, well, I know that's not, I'm not in Poland, so I can't say that. <laughs> and by the way, this is Thomas Grove backwards. That's what we're being told. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah, that's okay. what Evorg Smot. Mm, he is. tried to hide. Yeah, but we, he did. we found him. We know who you are, Thomas Grove. <laughs> well, this next one is for me from Hallowflow, uh, who is a Twitter user I interact with sometimes. Halal. Halal Flow? Yeah. Okay. He, cool. he, uh, he do, doesn't he do clips of, mm -hmm. uh, quote, can Robbie explain what he means on his radar that there wasn't any hatred and cancellation going on after 9-11 toward Muslims from the elites, media, politicians, etc.? Well, if I said there was none, I, obviously I didn't mean that because there was some, the, the mosque near the World Trade Center being the most famous example. But I remember, maybe I'm wrong, I was... I don't know how old I was, like 12 when it was happening, but I remember our elites specifically saying that you should not blame all Muslims or retaliate against Muslims for what was going on, what, what had gone on. George Bush explicitly said that. It was looked, and maybe there were certainly people doing that. I, I'm sure yeah. racism against Islamic people did absolutely increase, like among the people. Yeah. But what feels different this time is that actually the elites are demanding that kind of xenophobic treatment of, of, of Russians. Right. Yeah, maybe I could, maybe I right? could agree with that. I, I think there's I mean, a slight difference. I think that is an interesting difference. The, the Bush administration, or Bush himself, was actually uh, was, was taking that approach, which contrasts dramatically to Trump's approach. The hostility, the Islamophobia, just writ large, was, was intense and bubbling. 
and it was it was certainly but it was but, a, it was a bottom right, up like less, or- than, less than a top down yeah and right the, the, or- yeah. the orchestras and those types of institutions were so we're not immune to it but but were but but we're trying to remember their their better selves right uh, but in the in the face of in, an intense and overwhelming amount of islamophobia yeah. um, which uh, which like you said led to like and that's a, and it's a great example of it this a, a, just a mosque being built in Manhattan was was can't was stopped. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is representative of and not just unique to the, the massive Islamophobia that resulted. Yeah. But yeah, B- Bush did. You know, Bush invaded multiple countries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, the the, the no bad hero. invasion was planned at the top, but yeah. the the Islamophobia was more of a. It was definitely out there, but I don't think it was being. Promoted to the same, I, the same degree actually, exclusively by the elites. When I think about it again, I actually think that Somewhere. Fox News might have been mm-hmm. quite Islamophobic in a lot of the things that they were saying. Yeah, and then it, even even as late as 2006, if you remember, um, Dubai Ports World uh, this uh, bought some shares in some ports in I think New Orleans and Baltimore, and Chuck Schumer, Hillary Clinton. So across the board, so even five years later. There was this Islamophobic pushback against the idea that the UAE uh, would would be able to own some ports because they're you know they're going to smuggle in mm-hmm. terrorists into the into the ports and so even by then you had people like Schumer you know willing to kind of exploit exploit it but it is also true that Bush tried to be yeah I, I suppose was- what I meant is the cultural elites who would have been most against the kind of Islamophobia twenty years ago are now demanding the Russia stuff. I mean, I understand the difference because what you're saying is that there is a a direct call to be more, uh, yeah, to to be more anti-Russia, right? To be more anti-Russia, anti-Russian people, people, right? right, Than to be than Islamophobia. But I I would say that there was, I mean, so it's hard to it's hard to really fully know or remember because there was just so much Islamophobia. Right, Sikh people were getting attacked from. all the time. Right, I mean, just because they were wearing turbans, or right. I'm not sure if they, do they call them turbans as well? I think that's, but, uh, head, the head, head, head the headdress. Yeah. So there was just so much of it. It's, it's hard to remember exactly where it was seeping in from. Was it coming from Fox News and maybe some of the rhetoric coming from them saying, we don't want these people in the country, they're gonna bring their terrorism over. And, and some was coming from liberals too, yeah. And some of it was, but there was a big push and a big, you know, the rhetoric definitely was these people are different than us and they have different values this than us. This is not my recollection. My recollection is it, it is wrong to, that was a sentiment that was out there, but you were supposed to resist giving into it. That's, that's, what, that's what you were people being were being taught. Because you were well, 12. Yeah. And so you were being taught this by your Well, that maybe, maybe that maybe that's <laughs> my teacher. My experience. Yeah. I had a right. very good education, I guess. Okay. But. So we have another question, right? Yeah, Blarney Stone Serial asks, uh, which book should Ooh, people... Ooh, I can't, that was, I would not have realized what that was. Blarney Stone Serial, good. <laughs> which book should people read first, We've Got People, or Tech Panic, or Panic Attack? And when is Kim's book coming out? <laughs> yeah, good mm. question. Once I figure out a, mm. once I figure out a topic, yeah, you and all my, and my, my literary agent would really like to know. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I want to read uh, Robbie's epilogue when it comes out on paperback, uh, where he's like, actually, 
YouTube. Break up big tech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've changed my mind. Yeah. So wait, did you write which are these both your books, Tech Panic yeah, and, and Panic, Panic Attack? Attack yeah. So you you wrote both of those? Yes. What's Panic Attack about? That one was first and that one was about Colleges, uh, right? crazy yeah. campus activists, the free uh -huh. speech stuff, cancel culture, that kind of stuff. I think you should read uh, Ryan's drug book. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Before, that was a 2009. Yeah. Oh, that was an read old that one. one and then you'll get a different deep, view of Ryan than you've ever. Cut. I am taking suggestions for Panic 3. I don't know what oh, you're my, do my third panic-related panic book. You have to have a trilogy. Elizabeth Warren has fight in every show panic. Uh, book title of yeah. hers. She even had one book that had fight in the title twice. Fight for fight a good fight. You've got to get panic twice. Which, and there was We've Got People, and what's the other? called This Is Your Country on Drugs. Yeah, this, and that's yeah. the one you got to read, because then you'll be like, Ryan's <laughs> got a oh. wild side. <laughs> what do you want to write a book about, Kim? You don't know oh, yet? Oh, I don't know. I mean, seriously, this has been a, a topic of discussion with, you know, obviously mm -hmm. there's been pushes to get me to write something, but I'm not much of a writer. I mean, you guys are writers. I'm a talker. Didn't so the, the previous host of this show turn, basically turned all their radar monologues and into I a book, like, right? I mean, I published that Did one. you yeah. really? Yeah. I mean, what a great right, so It seems like we have an easy strategy for the, uh, Honestly, we are writing these radars so, I mean, it's so many, I mean, just an essay a day. So yeah. I could, yeah, just yeah. stick that, that, that book, together. That book hit uh, top five on Amazon. Did it? Yeah. Well, maybe we should be doing that. We should let our agents know, put a note into, hey, by the way. We'll see. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure out a topic. It hit at a really unique time. It published right as Bernie was rising in right. Iowa yeah. polls. But it was, it was rising, right, as Bernie was rising. Yeah. Yeah. And they did a lot of events, like public events for it, right yeah. before the pandemic yeah. shut everything down. But they were having sold-out events. Yeah. We had, we were, there was a sold-out event here in Washington for, in, for March of 2020 mm. where I was going to host them and uh, got canceled. And Sagar, I remember saying that there's absolutely no way we are canceling this. These COVID <laughs> fear mongers are not going to get us. And Sagar yes. was saying that? Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't up to him. Like, no. They, they canceled it on, on us. Okay. So. Well, here we are. Two years later, we can do, we can do those events again. There you go. So. There you we'll go. Anyway, that's it for the Rising Cues. Thanks for all of those questions. And we will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.